0: Hello everyone, have you noticed, I know you have, I'm sorry, I know we have noticed, but let me ask it again, have you noticed how divided and how polarized we are as a nation? I mean it seems like there's people on this side, there's people on this side, no one wants to talk to each other, we're all at odds with each other, we've all got our way and we will have our say and we will not listen to anybody else. Well, surveys have been done recently to see if this polarization, this division, is actually happening in the American churches. And the answer is, yes, it is. It is. Yeah, there is actually less civility and respect, even in our churches, for one another. We're definitely not listening to one another. We're we're hearing what people say but we're not really listening. There's a lack of empathy as well. And there's a lack of a sense of humility. Just the humility you need to think of others before you think of yourself. And if we, because I know this is a problem of mine, if I took the log out of my own eye before I actually talked about the speck that was in your eye, I think we'd be better off as well. And this all comes down to that the human heart is flawed. It's flawed. It's a mess in many ways. And that's why we need a Savior. That's why you need a Savior. That's why we need Jesus. Because he came to purify our hearts. He came to cleanse our hearts. He came to wash our hearts, to mend our hearts. He came to give us a new heart. A new heart. Dallas Willard, in his book, Renovation of the Heart, actually says this, the greatest need of humanity, the greatest need of humanity is the renovation of the heart. So let me ask you, how's your heart doing? I mean, are you renovating it? Are you renovating it? Because I do believe that our heart needs to be a continual renovation. That's an ongoing process to look more and more like Jesus. Because at the center of our hearts, every one of us are flawed when it comes to that. But there is hope for all of us. Yes, there is hope for all of us. You know, we have each other to help us on this journey of faith. At least I hope we have each other. I hope we've got each other to help us on this journey of faith. We, we've got prayer. We can spend time with our Father and go to Him and go to the throne of grace in times of need and just be there with Him. We've got worship when we worship one another. Oh, and we've got the Word of God That we can actually read and we can actually study. That we can actually enjoy and just just delve in and treasure it. And we've got accountability and we serve, too. We serve one another. I mean, there's so many tools that we have to help us look more like Christ, to, to to come to that full measure of the statue of Him. Then why? There's so many professing, profess, professing Christians who don't even resemble Christ. Renovation of the heart is not easy. It's something that must be done. And if we could just mind the gap. You remember the gap that we talked about? Remember the standard of measurement which we're trying to attain to? It's a perfection of Jesus Christ. Will we ever get there? No, no, no. But then I'm somewhere in here as, as a believer. I'm somewhere here in this journey of faith, in this gap of where I am to where I want to be. In my journey of faith is I want to strive each and every day to move closer to Him. I know I'll never get there. I get that. Not until the day He returns am I going to look like Him and be transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory. Boy, do I look forward to that day. And we all should be looking forward to that day when He returns. Man, what a day! Okay, so so I have this, I, I love math but I'm not very good at it because I didn't really study it very very much not even in high school not in college and so I don't know a lot about math but I love equations love puzzles love to try to figure out things and so I came up with this simple equation cuz that's all I am simple math simple equation about kind of the renovation process okay so let's yeah and I just drew it out so here it is on the screen and you can see there, you can see the self. And inside, and the self is the totality of who we are. So what's that totality include? It includes the heart, it includes the soul, it includes the will, the mind, our feelings, our social context. All of that is the essence of who we are as people of God. Plus, and I'm talking about believers here. So you have this self. Plus, the renovation, which is a continual way of life in the Spirit, the Spirit of God working in us and through us to work on us, to change us into the image of Christ, equals, equals, transformation. And this is a divine process that happens. This isn't about our doing, this is about God's doing, alright? Right? That's something important for us to realize. This isn't about our doing. This is about God's doing. This isn't like a construction project. A construction project would say, if I just put this and this together, then I have a building and I can put all these things in place and I will get here and I will have this complete home, this complete building, and it will be perfect. That's not how this works. The renovation process is a divine process that God is doing in us and through us as we continually live our lives in the Spirit. And we continue this renovation process on an ongoing basis from the time that we give our lives to Christ until the time of our death we are in a continual growth process of trying making ourselves looking like him every single day and asking god asking god to help us in that journey to be the spirit within us may put his word within inside us so we are transformed into his image there's a little song out that i just I, you probably know it's a kid song and i just love the chorus of it i keep telling myself this over and over and singing it i'm not going to sing it for you but it goes like this it said he's still working on me to make me what i ought to be it took him just a week to make the moon and the stars the sun and the earth and jupiter and mars how loving and patient he must be cuz he's still working on me. Yeah, it took him a week just to make the moon in the stars. For us though <laughs> it's a process. It's a lot more than a week, isn't it? But I'm sure glad for his patience. Aren't you? Aren't you glad for his patience? Okay, so if you summed up everything that Jesus says, if he could say, you could sum up everything that he would say, the essence of who he wants us to be, I think it all boils down to the greatest commandments. The greatest commandments that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 40. Now, in those passages, just remember, those came from Deuteronomy chapter 6 and Leviticus chapter 19, and he puts those two together. And so, here's what he says in that passage. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second Is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. All right, this must be, must be the foundation of our church, right? I mean, right? Shouldn't this be the foundation of our church? See, the foundation of our church is not the elders. It's not Bob Gregg. It's not me. It's not anybody out there. It's none of those individuals. It's nobody. It is Jesus Christ. That's the Lake Home Standard. Putting Jesus first and making him Lord of our lives. Dallas Willard said this at the center of the care for the heart. At the center of the care for the heart is the love of God. This must be the joyful aim of our lives. Okay, so over the next few weeks, over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at the heart. We're going to be looking, really, over the next months or so, looking at the totality of that self that we saw just a while ago in that little image that I drew. That's what we're kind of going toward, but over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be looking just at the heart, And I want to go back to that first phrase, that first phrase in the greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your heart. See, in the new temple, in the new temple, in the new temple, there's only going to be one requirement. And that's love. Love God, love others, love Christ. We're going to be transformed into love. There's not going to be any selfishness. There's not going to be any pride, there's not going to be any sin. Can you even imagine that? Can you ever, can you even imagine that I won't be thinking about myself? All I can think about is love. Love for others, love for God, love for Jesus. What an amazing, amazing place that will be. And the Lakeland Standard, the Lakeland Standard that we're striving for is to be unselfish, selfless people who are.